Well, that was a great blowout win for the Jazz. Uh, the Sixers are normally a good team, but obviously Ben Simmons is out for all the drama that's been going on. Uh, no no idea when Ben Simmons is going to come back. And Joel Embiid is out with um, health and safety protocols. He's been out for a while, so I'm guessing he should be back in the next few games or so. I haven't been following that too closely, but um, that's what I've been noticing. So the Jazz really played a, a undermanned Philadelphia 76ers team, but still, I, I expected more from the Sixers. Uh, Tobias Harris, he's a borderline all-star. He had a great case for to make an all, the all-star team last year. Um, in games like this, if you want to be an all-star, you need to be the kind of player who comes out and and takes over and is scoring 25 points plus game in, game out when your two best players are out. Um, Tyrese Maxey, he, he's young, but I kind of expected more from him. He did okay, 16 points. By the way, Tobias Harris had 12 points, five assists, and four rebounds, so... Uh, he, I don't. He just he had one of the better plus minuses on the team, so I'm sure he impacted the game in in other ways that don't show up as obvious. But like he he didn't do anything to keep the Sixers in the game. And I know I'm talking a lot, a lot about the Sixers. This is a jazz focused channel, but um, if you don't like it, let me know. <laughs> I'll I'll stop doing that. I just think it's fun to analyze the the teams that we don't get to see very often the opposing teams, see what's going on there. So uh, that's kind of what I saw from them. The the Sixers, the high, high scorer was Shake Milton with 18 points. Uh, no one really came to play for the 76ers. The Jazz walked away with an easy win. They were dominant on offense, dominant on defense. And I know I normally start with the team stats. I'll start with the box score today. <laughs> Why not? It's, that probably doesn't make a difference to you guys, but this is a blowout win. Uh, not a ton to talk about, so... I'll, I'll make it pretty quick, and then and the, any conversations that you want to have, we can have in the comment section. Um, but Bogdanovich, I'm going to give him the player of the game. I don't know if the, that's an actual award that people give out. I don't know if he actually got one or not, but he can get the called Bank Sports player of the game tonight. Um, he was excellent, 27 points, 6 rebounds. Um, really good efficiency, 9 for 12 from the field. Uh, he's been having a... He's had a couple on games. He's he's really not been as efficient as, as we would have liked him to be so far this season. So it's great to see him 9 for 12 from the field, 5 for 7 from 3, putting up 27 points. And I, even though he's not shooting great, he's having flashes that I'm seeing. He's a lot more comfortable being a lot more than just a catch-and-shoot guy. He's an excellent catch-and-shoot guy, but... Um, as, as we give him more touches, as he can get into that mid-range... Uh, work some post moves, get, get a nice little 10-foot jumper. I think that's that's a spot that he really thrives. Analytics aside, I know people don't love the 15-foot, 10 to 10 to 15-foot jumpers, but I think he's really good at that. He can get great looks, and a lot of times it's going to turn into layups. Um, I think we should play him as, like, I know he's technically a power forward, but I feel like we're playing him more like a, a small forward. I I would like to see the Jazz play him more as a stretch four, where he's at the three-point line a lot, but give him a lot more touches down low because I think he's really good there. And I think him getting a couple uh, a couple easy buckets from ten feet can help build the confidence for for those three-point shots. And I I I want to see him succeed. I think I I don't think he'll get an All Star 
appearance. I think that's really unlikely, but I think he could have an all-star level season this year is, is what I'm going to say. And I also want to call it Rudy Gobert, 15 points, 17 rebounds. I love seeing that when Rudy Gobert can, can score in the teens and then get even more rebounds. I think that's an excellent game, especially since the 76ers, they probably have one of the best backup centers in the league in Andre Drummond, who started tonight because Embiid was out. Um, and Drummond does really good against Gobert, at least from what I've seen. Drummond's a traditional center. Uh, he's he's stronger than Gobert, at least physicality. I, I don't know who could bench press more. Uh, centers typically aren't the best at that because they don't have the best leverage with their arms. Not to get into that, but not and not that that actually matters a whole ton in basketball. But Gobert had a dominant night. Um, Drummond really didn't do anything, which is unfortunate because he's on my fantasy team right now. Uh, I'm I'm taking advantage of that while while Embiid is out. But Gobert had a great game, um, and and the main reason why I gave the the player of the game to Bogdanovich instead of Gobert is Bogdanovich had the best plus minus on the team, so I I think that was that was good enough to give him the edge. For for this fake award that I just made up, um, before I hop over to the team stats and run through those real quick, um, ah, this is going to be a quick episode. I really don't have a lot to talk about, and a blowout win. I don't think there's a lot you can learn from it. It's just a great win. Be happy about it and move on. But Clarkson had a great night. Um, he had 22 minutes, which is probably a little low from for him, but it was a blowout, so they're probably resting their main guys. But he scored 20 points in 22 minutes. That's really efficient as far as points per minute. He's not so efficient as far as field goal percentage, but he wasn't awful. He was 8 for 20. Uh, It's kind of crazy that he put up 20 shots in 22 minutes, but he made it work. He also got 7 rebounds. I mean, I'm reading that wrong. Sorry. 7 assists and 3 rebounds. Um, So I I think that is... Like this game is a good showcase of why Jordan Clarkson is an excellent sixth man. Um, he comes in and he does he's he brings the energy, does as much as he possibly can while he's in. But because he's giving hundred and ten percent, you don't want to be playing him forty minutes a game because uh, that's that's going to burn him out. Um, so I think that, that's just we, we all know how good he is off the bench, but I, I think this is a great example of it. Um, let's jump over to team stats of this blowout win. Team stats are always fun to look at in blowouts when when your team is on the good side of the blowout because the stats just always look so good for you and so bad for the other team. Uh, so let's go through that. Just enjoy it. Enjoy the win while we have it. We've we've had a tough stretch of games. This is a really good win to break out of that, and and hopefully this is a this is a good statement win to start building some momentum. Uh, but the Jazz. They actually shot less shots than the 76ers, uh, but they made 13 more. The Jazz were shooting 52% from the field if you round up, 42% from three. Uh, the free throw percentage needed a little bit of work, but they were 12 for 19. I'm not angry at it, especially in a blowout. Uh, it's, it's not like any of those were clutch free throws that they missed. Um, rebounds, they out-rebounded the 76ers by a lot. Here is one thing that I want to bring up. Uh, this is something to spotlight to keep your eye on in jazz games is offensive rebounds. Um, the jazz out-rebounded the 76ers by a lot, but they had the same number of offensive rebounds. Not that 
defensive rebounds are really important, but I I don't talk about them a ton with the Jazz because the Jazz are the kind of team that they usually don't have a huge issue with defensive rebounds. We've seen a couple times where they give up too many of those rebounds to the other team, and, and that's not good. But usually they're pretty good at it. And so I think the next step is as long as you have the defensive rebounds covered, you're not giving up too many offensive boards to the other team, then what you need to do is you need to hustle a little bit more and steal some offensive boards for yourself. Because uh, that that's essentially, uh, I'm, maybe I'm hitting this too hard, but that's essentially a steal. It's an extra possession for you that the other team doesn't get. Uh, just same impact on the game as a steal. And maybe even better because a lot of times when you get that rebound, you're right at the basket in a good position to score. So the percentage of like the points off of offensive rebounds is probably a higher per offensive rebound than the points from steals per steal, if that makes sense. It's probably a little bit confusing, but that's one thing I want to point out. Even though the Jazz out-rebounded a lot as far as total rebounds, it was even as far as offensive rebounds. So I would like to see more effort on that end. I think that would be something that um, could could be the difference maker in a lot of close games. Um, moving down, like the other stats, steals or even blocks. The Jazz had a few more. Those are fun stats. I don't think they're necessarily the the biggest difference makers in games. Uh, they're definitely those are more momentum stats. Stealing the ball or or blocking the ball can get the crowd into it or can hush a crowd if you're on the road. Um, I think that's where those play into it. Obviously, the Jazz didn't need that much when you win by 35 points. Um, going through it, the... Yeah. Um, well, I said yeah because I, I looked at the largest lead in the Jazz. It, the, the Sixers had two a two-point lead at the very beginning of the game, and that, that's the only lead they ever had. Um, points in the paint was pretty close. It was a lot of points in the paint for both teams. Sixers were at 50, Jazz were at 56. Um, pretty even with a slight edge to the Jazz on pretty much everything else except for the shooting splits and the rebounds. Um, so, like I said, this this is a shorter episode. Great blowout win. Go celebrate it. Go enjoy it. The Jazz have had uh, a rough stretch the past four games. Um, hopefully this will be good enough to to kick off a good winning streak because um, those are always a lot of fun. It, it's a lot of fun when the Jazz are winning. So um, real quick, before I wrap this up, since this was a shorter episode, I don't always do this for post games. Normally I focus solely on what we learned from the game, but this is a blowout, not a ton to pick up on. Um let me just pull up the Jazz schedule real quick and go over the next few games and, and see what's going on. If 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 this could, if this is likely to be the start of a winning streak, if they're going to go play the the Warriors and then the Nets and then the the Wizards, the best team in the East, all the best teams in a row, then then it'll be tough to get a winning streak going. But my Wi-Fi allows it. I will cover the schedule for the next couple of games. Um, Okay, so coming up on so for the next four games, Thursday they're against the um, not the Thunder, the Raptors, the Toronto Raptors, uh, then the Kings, the Grizzlies, and the Thunder, um, and then and then we have t- 
two a back to back against the Pelicans. So all of those teams. Memphis is the only like the team that I'm most worried about. Uh, the Pelicans maybe by then. Brandon Ingram just got back, so um, Pel- Pelicans are always a tough game for the Jazz. I expect the Jazz to win both of those. So looking at their schedule, and then even scrolling down, they there's not any teams that I'm like. There's definitely teams that they could drop a game to, but for quite a while, it's it's teams that I feel confident that the Jazz are are solidly better than and should be expected to win those games. So could could this blowout be the the start the kickstart of a, a long winning streak like the Jazz had last year? Let's hope so. The schedule seems to line up with it. Um, Portland is six games away. They're kind of the the scariest team for a while and they haven't been playing amazing. Obviously, there's a headline of Damian Lillard not playing as great as he could be. I'm expecting that by then, Damian Lillard will be kind of back in form. So we'll see what happens. But And the Jazz will probably have several stretches like this because the, there's only a handful of teams that I think I'm, I'm concerned about with the Jazz. So let's hope the Jazz get on a nice winning streak, build some momentum, and and during that winning streak, a lot of times you can iron out a lot of those shooting issues, a lot of those offensive rebound issues, those turnover issues. So um, let's hope for that. Like I said, probably 15 times already. Fun blowout win. Enjoy it while it's here. Uh, It probably makes for a boring post game, but the game itself was fun if you're a Jazz fan. Uh, If you're a 76ers fan, there's a whole conversation we can have there, obviously. The 76ers have been in national headlines a little bit too much recently for, for different reasons, but... Uh, they're still a great team, still have an awesome chance of making it out of the East and into the finals, uh, even though they're not winning a bunch right now. Embiid comes back, and when Embiid's healthy, he's good enough. And, and you have a good roster around Embiid, too. So even if Simmons never comes back and you just sit on him and never trade him, Embiid plus the rest you have is good enough to get out of the East if things are going right come playoffs. So I'll end it at that. Hope you enjoyed. Um comment if you have any comments like the video or or podcast if that's how you're listening to it and whatever platform you're watching or listening to us on just go ahead and follow us especially if you're a jazz fan we follow the jazz pretty closely um we like to talk about the other teams for post games so or if you just want to hear more about the jazz and you're not a jazz fan like we're not going to say no to you following but if you're a jazz fan you, you definitely want to follow this channel so uh thanks for tuning in and Have a good morning or night or whenever you're watching this. Thanks.